What's up guys? Um, hey, it's Sheila and this is On My Way. Uh, thank you guys for joining me here today. I'm so excited to be hanging out. Um, this is our first official episode and I could not be more excited. I'm a little nervous. I feel like that's kind of inevitable. Um, I'm not sure how my how shitty my acoustics are gonna sound. Um, and I'm not sure how awkward I'm going to fucking sound. So you know what? We're in this together. Bear with me if this is trash. Um, but you know what? We're going to have a good time. Um, anyway, so what are we talking about today? Um, today's episode is going to be all about change and growth. And that is kind of what this podcast is centralized around anyway but I think that I wanted to like kick it off on a more structured note and just like I don't know go from there so how are you guys doing today let's start with that everyone just take a second think about how you're feeling right now and actually do that shit okay because I know how it is when someone's like okay close your eyes and visualize no okay actually take a second ask yourself how am I feeling right now Maybe take a deep breath if that's your jam. You know, let's do it together maybe. Okay, ready? Let's go in. And out. Okay. Hope you guys did that with me. Um, if not, I'm going to tell on you. Um, and I hope that you actually are able to like take a moment and acknowledge how you're feeling because that's kind of where change starts, right? It starts with noticing your feelings and fucking going from there. So let's go from here. Why not? Today is March, what? Well, I don't even know. 2026, 20, March 26, guys. And um, that means it's almost been a year or it has been a year of like quarantine and like things shutting down, at least in Austin. And at least like, I think for the most part, like schools and stuff, like spring break was pretty pretty much it. Everyone got sent home. Everyone went packing. And um, yeah, let's maybe talk about like what kind of change quarantine has brought. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I, where to even start though? Like quarantine has been fucking a wild ride for everybody. And that's a given. Um, and there was, you know, there's a lot of good things that came out of it for me personally. And I know a lot of people as well. And sometimes it felt like you really had to look for that silver lining, you know, and I totally have been there as well. Um, but there have been some some stellar moments as well over the past year, and I'm extremely grateful for those. Um, what's, what's some changes that happened over quarantine? Now my mind is like fucking blank in a second. That was so dramatic. I literally just like snapped. Okay. Um, yeah, quarantine has been like a huge... Um, period of growth for me. I think like at the start, I was in school. It was my second semester of college. And I was honestly just really excited to like have my feet on the ground. It felt like I kind of was getting centered and I was getting excited. And I was just stoked about the second semester and finishing spring out on like a high note. Um, and I was just kind of getting, you know, used to all of that. Like it takes time to adjust. I feel like second semester is really where I was like, 
you know, I was, I was in the groove, like I was excited. So when we got sent home after spring break, I was, I was honestly super pissed. Like I remember having feelings just like, this is fucking unfair. Like it, it really felt, um, and this was like, so, you know, me, 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 self-centered bullshit, of course. But, you know, feelings are valid no matter what they compare to. So I did, you know, need to acknowledge them. But I kind of threw a little tantrum in my head for, like, a week, I think. Like, the week after spring break, we, like, had off school. And, like, they were like, we might come back. We don't really know. We didn't go back. But I was, like, fucking pissed. I was like, are you kidding me? I was finally loving school. Like I was finally, you know, excited about all these projects and excited about like the growth I've had and where I was going. And it felt like somebody, you know, pulled out the rug from underneath me and laughed in my face while they fucking did it. And I was so mad. And I'm the type of person that like hates to be upset. And so I think like I struggled with like processing the initial like shock of that. And then just like feeling those emotions and kind of like regaining balance once I did I think that's when things started to really turn up you know like not turn up but like look up I wasn't turning up guys don't worry it was COVID we can't really turn up um yikes okay well anyway um yes and then it was summer and like summer you know it was nice the weather was nice and like that's the thing about quarantine too is like we were fucking stuck inside right And um, we couldn't really do anything, but at least when the weather was nice, we could do nothing outside. Um, And I think, I don't remember exactly like if that was always the case or if like we, I know we were like shelter in place, but you could like still be outside. I don't really remember, but we did go to the park a lot, uh, me and my my roommate and his girlfriend and stuff. Um, My brother's my was my roommate at the time so the three of us would all like hang out a lot during quarantine honestly we had a fucking blast in the summer during quarantine we were just i would just you know wake up go to zoom class go to run i would i was working as a waitress so i was lucky enough to like go back to work after a month or two of quarantine and i would just bike to work you know do some to-go orders make that cash tip money um and fucking bike home with like free food in my hand and almost eat shit every single time I was biking home but we never got free meals at my job until we started doing to-go orders so that was kind of nice because you know we're in college here we're struggling oh anyway yeah we kind of lived it up we were just like chilling we were re-watching all of avatar last airbender which was maybe the highlight of the summer um and another good thing was a lot of my friends that you know had gone to school out of state came home and i got to spend time with them which was that was definitely nice because even though it had been like a semester away from them you know like that's hard so that was nice and i think like overall i was i was really excited about coming back in the in the fall to school and when that got pushed to all pretty much virtual again I was a little upset but you know I felt like I had kind of come to a more centered place um where I was like not gonna just I was like okay well whatever fucking happens is what happens so we're not gonna be upset like we were and yeah like I think like generally 
quarantine forced me to get creative as I think it did a lot of people. And it forced me to do a lot of introspection. And this is where things get interesting because there was a period of time and I will certainly, I don't know if anyone cares, but I might make another episode about this. Um, There was a period of time, I'd say like, I don't know, September, October, maybe like end of October through like December. Um, I was kind of struggling and I'm still working through a lot of that. But yeah, I think that I definitely hit my lowest mental um, health point of my life so far, for sure. I was struggling with um, a lot and like, I don't know. I know you guys don't really know me like that yet, so we'll take it nice and slow. We might address that in another episode, but um, but yeah, that's not what today's about because today's about change and growth. Um, and so anyway, as I kind of came through that, um, it was really like the end of December and the beginning of January where I started to, one, recognize how much I was struggling and two, have the ability to recognize my own agency to like fucking turn that shit around. And um, yeah, it's only March 26th. Like I said, I don't even know. Was that actually right? Did I actually say the 26th earlier? Oh yeah, I did. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's only March. Like I've only been, you know, really, really focused on creating change in my mindset and my life for a couple months now. But I, it's honestly what pushed me to like do this podcast and, um, and to, I don't know, make a lot of changes in my life that have really, really had some great, I want to say consequences isn't the word, but like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just really excited. So that's where we're at today. That's why I kind of want to talk to you guys about change. Um, and just talk about the ups and downs a little bit. I don't know. I think, um. For me, like right now, I've I'm really focused on coming at life. What that didn't even fucking make sense. Okay, approaching life. Let's put it a, a more eloquent way. I'm really focused on approaching life. Um, you know, from a really open mindset, and that's something that's really helped me. I've been really focusing on mindfulness, and I've really been diving deep into some things that have really helped me um, deal with shit that I should have dealt with a while ago, probably, and um, didn't even realize I needed to deal with, and um, figure out who I want to be and how how I'm going to get there. Um, And so, yeah, I think, honestly, what made me really want to do this episode was this morning. So I've been going to yoga in the mornings, which has been a huge contributor to I think my growth. Um, and and I was coming back this morning now that it has been daylight savings or whatever it's called. I don't actually know how that works. Um, does that, is that grammatically correct? Okay, nobody cares. Anyway, um, yeah. So now that it's like spring, um, the sun is rising a little bit later and I go to yoga pretty early. So when I get back, the sun is like just risen up and it is fucking gorgeous every morning I have to get on the highway and deal with traffic it's always bad even though it's like 6 45 and I'm like what what's going on where are you guys going but then again I'm also like contributing to the traffic so like you know what can I really complain about but anyway 
I don't even mind the traffic though, because I'll get in there and I'll put on my like this one station that plays 80s hits and I will just look at this gorgeous like work of art in front of me as I drive because the sun is like just coming up usually on my way. And then when I get home, it's like just risen, right? So anyway, when I got home this morning, um, I was walking back up my like walkway to my porch and I like stopped and I turned around and I'm so lucky to live across the street from this like amazing community garden and they're doing a bunch of work on it right now. So it looks like fucking stunning. So anyway, I'm walking up to my door and I stop and I turn around and the light, you guys, I can't even describe, like I am, I'm kind of looking at the garden right now actually, but it was just like this glorious, illustrious, um, like Renaissance painting scene out of call me by your name, light tinted. Like it was, it was too pretty. Like it was like, there's no way this is real. This has to be like artificially enhanced. Right. Which is stupid because no, it's a fucking garden across the street, but it just reminded me of new seasons and new versions of ourselves and Every single one of us, we have not only the ability, but the responsibility to change. And how we do that is life, like, right? Like, that's kind of life. Like, how we change, how we adapt, that's literally life because we're constantly in motion. We're constantly, constantly moving. And so, yeah, I think just this spring scene um, really reminded me of that. And it inspired me to, I don't know, kick things off on a high note. And um, I just wanted to like talk a little bit about change and what's been helping me. And, um, and yeah, guys, it's that spring fever. Is that, I don't know what spring fever actually is, but, um, but yeah, it's that springtime, you know, like, I just feel like we're all, we're all flowers and we're all about to bloom. All you have to do is turn to the sun and let her warm you. Okay, that was like, no, 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 no. But low key, right? Like we're those fucking blossoms and all we have to do is trust that we're about to bloom. And that's cheesy as hell, but you know what? Sometimes it has to be cheesy like that. Okay, y'all, so now that I've kind of um, rambled on forever and no one knows what I'm talking about, let me go ahead and just talk more about change specifically, question mark. Okay, so I kind of wanted to start off today by talking about this book that I'm literally obsessed with. I ordered it, I got it, I read it. That's how things work. Yes, we know. But I tell you, I could not put this shit down. It has been a long time since I've loved a book so much that I couldn't, you know, stop reading it. I finished this book in like two days. I love it. It's pretty short, you know. I'm not trying to flex my fucking reading speed on you guys. Although I did, I think I did do that in elementary school, guys. I think I was that kid. I was like, yeah, I read um, Magic Treehouse in, in one day. Yeah, I'm, I'm smart. I know. Yeah, so I think I was that kid. We don't need to address that here. Um, anyway, the book we're talking about today is not The Magic Tree House, although that'd be kind of dope. Um, the book we are talking about today is The Wisdom of Insecurity by Alan Watts. 
And it's so it's called The Wisdom of Insecurity, A Message for an Age of Anxiety. And we're not going to fucking do a book report today, okay? But um, maybe should I read you guys like a little bit about the back? I don't, mm, mm. Okay, I'll read you this little quote on the back. It says, as the years go by, there seem to be fewer and fewer rocks to which we can hold, fewer things which we can regard as absolutely right and true and fixed for all time. We have but to open the eyes of the mind wide enough and the truth will out. That sounds like really fucking esoteric and like weird. And I'm going to not lie to you guys. This book is pretty esoteric, esoteric and weird. But, but I really honestly think this book just changed my life. Like I was halfway through and I was like, I was telling my friend Ty, I was like, dude, no, this book literally is already changing my life. I'm on page like 30. Anyway, um, so we're, like I said, we're not going to talk about this book for an hour, but I did want to like read you guys um, just like a little excerpt that really, it's in the early on in the book, so it's kind of like what caught my attention. Okay, and then I promise I probably won't read you guys anything else because that's, no one cares. Okay. Um, all right, here we go. Belief has thus become an attempt to hang on to life, to grasp and keep it for one's own. But you cannot understand life and its mysteries as long as you try to grasp it. Indeed, you cannot grasp it, just as you cannot walk off with a river in a bucket. If you try to capture running water in a bucket, it is clear that you do not understand it and that you will always be disappointed, for in the bucket the water does not run. To have running water, you must let go of it and let it run. The same is true of life. Guys, let me just, to have running water, you must let go of it and let it run. The same is true of life. Okay. I don't know if anyone else, like, I don't even know if anyone else cares about that. But when I read that, my, I read it like six times over. I was like, what the fuck? Like, just this idea that letting go and letting things run their course, it's as simple as that. And like, it's not really as simple as that, right? But that's the thing. It's like, it's what I love about that is he's taking the pressure off understanding something. And I think that's where my kind of journey, um, I hate to use the word journey. That sounds really cheesy. Um, that's where my mindset, I guess, is going these days, like less focus on trying to understand things and pick them apart because overthinking and anxiety is a huge, huge cause of, um, my stress overthinking specifically. And I think that trying to replay things and all these checklists that we create in our mind and all of these hoops and goals and steps and pathways that we create for ourselves, yes, while they're helpful in some instances, they do hinder our journey, right? You can't fucking micromanage every second of your life because what what are you going to do when your calendar's full and you've planned everything out to a T and you look up and you missed it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know people say that all the time, but it's like, I just love that the the author Alan Watts has just taken this in like so fucking in like three lines, like so fucking easily taken this emphasis off of, of trying to understand things. Like you can't go to a river. Okay. You can't like take your bucket and be like, I want this running water. Let me take it for me. And it's like, also, I mean, maybe that's like a note about like, uh, greed. I don't know. We don't need to get analytical today, but yeah, I just, I, I think that's really what like inspired me to like 
look at my life and and really recognize how much I was struggling and feel feel empowered because I knew I was struggling. And it wasn't until I started to read this book and to really, you know, face things that I felt that I had the agency to create change. And that's the great thing is we all fucking have agency and we all have, we owe it to ourselves to, to use that, right? You owe it to you to create a better life for you now, but also you owe it to your past self. You owe it to your future self. That's another thing that I really kind of want to talk about because I, I noticed myself doing this the other day. I was like trying to be, I was, I was feeling great. You know, I was, um, I don't remember what I was doing, but I was feeling really good. I was just taking some time to reflect. And I was like, man, I feel really great. Like it's been a great week. It's been a great day. My mindset is great. All these other things, you know, probably overthinking things like I do, but you know, whatever. And I was feeling good. And I was like, man, I should have been doing this the whole time. Like, you know, and I started like being like, oh, look at how far I've come. I feel so good. If I had been doing this, I would have felt like this. And I was just really like nitpicking uh, the differences in where I am now compared to where I was before. And that's, you know, that's fine to, that's part of it. You have to acknowledge the changes that you've made, obviously. But it's like, you can't, I found myself in this weird spiral of, of punishing my past self for not having information that I have now, not having tools that I have now. And that's bullshit. First of all, don't let yourself do that to yourself. Okay. No more negative self-talk. And I know that's easier said than done. Like I, I know I get it, but like self-sabotage is the most toxic thing you can do. It's maybe the most toxic thing anyone can do, right? Because your thoughts, they're not always true. First of all, they're, yeah, they're, your first thought is rarely ever true. And I saw this great thing the other day and I'm sure you guys have seen like similar things, you know, but it was like, um, it was like, we are not our thoughts. We're just the one who has to hear them as well as like, you know, you are not your negative thoughts. Right. But, and like, it's so simple, you know, you see that shit on like Instagram and you're like, okay, but it's like, it's true, you know? And like that kind of also goes back to having agency and having a more of an awareness, I think, and less of a need to understand, you know, you, you can, you can say, okay, I'm having these negative thoughts and you know, they suck, but they're not necessarily true. And do you need to try to understand them fully? No. Do you need to focus on them? No. Do you need to fixate on them? Do you need to let them ruin your day? No, you don't. It's good to acknowledge them. It's good to identify why they're there and the root of them. Yes. But also to have a passive, more deliberate mindset, I think has really been helpful for me. I don't know if that just made sense. But I wanted to talk a little bit next about what else has been helpful for me, like tangible things that have been really helpful for me as I've started to make some really big changes in my life. And that started, you know, starts with small changes. So like I said, the first thing that has been helping me is like reading books just for fun too, because I love reading. I've always loved reading, but, um, but reading, like being selective with what I'm consuming, um, that was a weird way to say choosing what books I read. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that book, Wisdom of Insecurity. I also just read um, Emergent Strategy by Adrienne Marie Brown. I read um, 
geez, who's that by? Creative Visualization by somebody. I read um, Body's Not an Apology by, oh my God, what's her name? Sonia something Taylor. Oh God, that was terrible. But that book's super popular. You guys know what I'm talking about. Anyway, those have been really helpful for me to just like read things like that that are focused on growth. And like, that's kind of obvious. Um, as well as like listening to podcasts. I've been so into podcasts. Um, I just like gave myself a look because I was like, you're fucking recording a podcast right now. But I've been like, binge listening to so many episodes of like all these new podcasts that I found and like they're not necessarily similar like a similar vibe to the books like they're not all like self-help or whatever like I not at all actually they're more just people that I admire and they're like random shit you know but it's like I found it really helpful to just get out of my own head I feel like when I'm left alone too long with my own thoughts um as I'm sure we all are we kind of tend to overanalyze a little bit um so yeah I think it's been like super helpful for me to just like fill my thoughts in time when I kind of need I need to not be with my own thoughts right fill them with like other people's voices and like things like that but then also like I said before like be conscious of what you are consuming because what we consume isn't just like food and drink and we know this like what we consume is the air we breathe and the music that we listen to and it's the energy that we receive and we put out and it's fucking podcasts that you listen to. So yeah, just having like a greater awareness, I think of like what I've been loving to listen to. Um, what else has really helped me? Oh, I mentioned that I've been going to yoga guys. Oh, wow. Okay. I have like really fallen in love with yoga again. I did it as a kid, like not as a kid. That made me sound like I was doing it as, like, a four-year-old. Like, fucking, yeah, downward dog. I'm three feet tall. No. I was doing it, like, I've done it, you know, I was a, I'm was a dancer, so I've done it, like, on and off. But I never really honestly had time to, like, get into it. Also, it's kind of, like, expensive to do, like, classes like that. Anyway, um, I've been going every day now for mm, three months. Yeah, I've been going, like, six or seven times a week. I know it's kind of a lot, but... Honestly, I just crave it in the morning. I just have been going to the same like mornings like schedule and not only like having that routine, but waking up and first thing having yoga and like time with myself where I am before anything else, I'm with me and I am breathing and I'm in the moment because yoga, it's great, you know, kind of, and we know this, (laughs) we know this, it forces you to be in the moment. And that's something that I think I struggle with like a lot with like overthinking and it's just, I don't know, it's become such a great tool for me. Like having a practice in the morning as like part part of my routine before I do anything else, but also just like using it as a way to tap into mindfulness and to breath like throughout the day later, you know, like when you're not in the studio and you're fucking putting up with some bullshit and you're like, okay, let me just inhale, exhale. And if that isn't your vibe, like I totally get you. But I think like finding some sort of um, something that brings you joy early on in the morning, before you don't have to stress about anything, before you look at your phone, before you do anything, just do one thing that brings you joy. Whether that's literally being like, in your mind, literally be like, oh my God, I fucking remember this joke that you made yesterday. You thought it was so funny. And 
So did so-and-so. Wow, they actually laughed. That's a great memory. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, maybe you do that. Maybe you go run 10 miles. If you like that, I don't know. I'm mm, judging you a little bit, but um, but if that brings you joy, fucking do it. If it if you get out of bed and you're like, I don't know what brings me joy, like just go make some coffee, drink a big glass of water and sit outside, you know, like, I don't know, just, I think doing one thing in the morning before you do anything else that's going to bring you joy, that just already starts your day out on a great note, right? The next thing I would say is get outside. Getting outside is like drugs, to put it quite literally. Am I right, guys? Am I right? Because vitamin D, we all know, does fucking wonders for you. And I think not only can we appreciate nature as like a visual, um, beautiful thing visually, but we can also, we reap so many benefits from just literally being in nature and being connected to the natural world. And I'll, maybe I'll go off about that in another episode, (laughs) not for today, but yeah, just fucking getting outside. Even if you live in the city and like, you're like, okay, my outside is like disgusting. I get it. Look, I get it. But like, just put on your headphones, put on a good playlist and just walk. You know, you can like people watch and shit. Like you don't have to be all weird about it. You don't have to be like, ah, today, look at the birds. Like sometimes I do that. Don't get me wrong. But like, sometimes you could just be outside and be like, damn, look at that guy over there. Like, what is he doing? You know, like you could, you could make it fun for yourself. That made it sound like I was condoning laughing at men over there. I don't know how I feel about that. Let's move on. Okay. Um, yeah. What else has been really helping me? Dude, fucking good people in my life. I, everybody in my life is literally, well, and I think I did this kind of on purpose. And I was actually talking to my friend about this the other day. I was like, dude, I'm so selfish to, well, I was saying, I was like, I'm so, I'm so blessed to have every single person in my life be literally like, like I don't have anyone in my life that's close to me that isn't so significant to me. Like, does that make sense? Like, I don't have any really outlying friends where I'm like, I don't really like them. Like, I just feel so blessed. And I was telling her that like, every single person that I love most in this world is like, so close to me. And also they all get along. And I was like, I'm so fucking lucky. Cause we were all like hanging out and I was like, this is like everyone that I love like so much. And like, we're all hanging out here together. Like I'm so lucky. And then I was like, dude, I'm kind of selfish because I knew all of them like separately. And I'm like, I like brought you guys together. I was like, is that selfish? But like, no, you know, like we get along, but I think like just surrounding yourself with people, this is so obvious too, but like surrounding yourself with people that not only like match your energy, but like push you to raise it and not in a stressful way, but somebody somebody that's going to empower you and inspire you to empower yourself. That's a huge one, you know, because not like I kind of talked about earlier, like even if you know you're struggling or someone tells you you're struggling, like it's not always easy to, for them to inspire you. Right. Even if you know that you're like, something needs to change, you need to find things that inspire you to inspire yourself if that makes sense right and I think that comes from just like recognizing how fucking powerful we all are like I said before like we all have the responsibility 
to accept change and make the most of it that we can, right? It's like change is the only constant. We know this. This is true. Yes. But it's also so much fun. Like change, once you embrace change and once you look forward to growth and new opportunity, there's nothing more liberating and there's nothing more exciting because yes, change is paralyzing for many of us. And, um, on different scales, right? Like it can be really scary, but it's also so freeing when you have no idea where to go next, but there's all these options laid out in front of you, right? You can fucking take door A, door B, door F, door L, I don't know, but you can also like walk to the door. You can run to the door. You can fucking skip over to the door backwards, do a cartwheel and switch it up last minute and dash to another door. I don't know if that's your style, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like. There's so much fun to be had in change because while it does bring stress, it brings so much new opportunity. All right, that is it for today's episode. Thanks again for coming to hang with me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I will see you next week for another episode of On My Way. Later, guys. Outro, out, outro, 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 outro.